child. Cool. I'm a huge child. I'm a 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 child. Um, There's a lot of Star Trek shit in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just realizing that now. You're surrounded. Yeah. That, that's actually real uh, science stuff. Yeah, that's the Kepler. the Kepler telescope. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not they do at Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right, listeners. We are at mine and David's house. Yeah. Um, Chris was, so Chris is in California, as listeners know. Uh, see, I had a whole backstory about how he was traveling the German lowlands <laughs> to find the perfect uh, um, hop variety <laughs> to to brew uh like the 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 only octuplet ipa known to man <laughs> well i i'm sorry I, ru- I i stole that from you i'm sorry i ruined it he was uh, in california yeah he's we said he was in california in the last episode so yeah but you know our, our listeners are goldfishes mm. <laughs> that's not true listener you're very smart and talented and attractive as we have already, that's Ironweed's canon. Wow. Um, so we are, so Chris actually is back, but we thought that he was going to be gone. Um, and you know what? He could use a day to catch up on life after his vacation. So He's it, got projects. He's got so many projects, as we established in the last episode. Yeah. So we are instead joined today by a friend of the show, Ashley. And um, we have a slate of topics for your, for your enjoyment lined up. Hi, Ashley. How's it going? You know, it's good. It's a nice, uh, gloomy Sunday, you know? It's a perfect fall Sunday. Yeah. Truly. It's a little cool. It looks kind of like shit outside. We, we've got our Star Trek mugs uh, filled with uh, um, pumpkin spice. Uh, creme liqueur. Co- creme liqueur coffee. Yes. I have everything I need here. Yeah. My, my cup has the beautiful visual of a deer taking a shit, which is super, which actually reminds me a lot of fall and pumpkin spice lattes. So yeah. yeah. So it's fitting. Thank you. It's fitting. That was a, a Christmas gift to me from <laughs> Brittany. Yeah. I took a picture of this deer shitting. And if you don't know, listener, when deers shit, they take the stance of a dog, which is a little disconcerting. Yeah. They um, squat. Yeah. I, I always thought it was like a horse where they just like stand still and it like projectile. Falls out. Yeah, it just falls out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what, what I that's thought what too. I yeah. yeah, no, instead it's it's cute. No, it's, it's kind of a, it's a cute way to shit. Yeah. I, thought, I thought part of domestication was learning shame, and I feel like squatting is a little bit of a shame. Like, like I, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, or something. I don't know. Oh like, wow. you know? I, yeah, we're doing Brene Brown now. Yeah, that's what yeah. we're gonna do for the yeah. next hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the art of shame. <laughs> This could be a real Freudian episode. Oh, no, I don't no. want it to be. <laughs> no, no, no. Most of this, I hate it. Most of I hate this episode Freud. is going to be devoted to uh, what leftists should do if, they, in the rare occasion that they decide to not abort a fetus. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you do with all those non-aborted fetuses? Yeah, also we... known as humans. Yeah. And who the fuck is going to take care of them? It's yeah, a, it's an important question. Yeah, not me. That's for sure. Absolutely <laughs> <Right>. not. <laughs> Decided. <clears throat> Um, I do want to congratulate the West, though, in uh, ending the Uyghur genocide. We did it, folks. Congratulations <laughs> to everybody. Um, I actually want to devote more time to this at some point in the future on, like, its own episode. But, uh, you know, the AP just re- just released this. Usually the AP is, like, very dry, kind of, of like factual reporting. But they released this very florid, bizarre um like essay about these, you know, neighborhoods in China where like nature is healing, the Uyghurs are returning. It's just like, (laughs) it's just basically like kind of reads as if 
the 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 Uyghur concentration camps are over. It's a very strange phenomenon. Uh, so I want to talk about it at some point in the future. But for yeah. now, congratulations to America for for ending this horrible plague. One thing we did that, it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, we. Uh, one one thing that is, I I would find funny is like try to find those stories like in, under different uh, banners. You know, like in, in in different places that subscribe to the AP Wire service. And then, like, do a Google, do like a search on that site for the Uyghurs, and you'll find like United uh, United States finds evidence of extreme Uyghur genocide, like right next to the story, right? Yeah, so you just like find those all over. It's like probably like the New York Post has, you know, takes some fucking AP wire service. So you just like imagine the cognitive dissonance of seeing those two things. Yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, but uh, you know, actually, you know, so so China did the right thing. Ended their concentration camps. Right. Good on you, China. Mm-hmm. President Xi Jinping, another win. Yes. Uh, he he do be winning. Yeah. Yeah. I've always said he's a man who's constantly dunking on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And he is. He mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah. Free us. Free right. us here in America, please. Yeah. Any yeah. moment. Because, because we definitely still have our concentration camps going. Yeah. Uh, so last Friday, I uh, 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 participated in a, in a little march, a little, little stroll down 4th uh, Street in South Troy uh, to the Rensselaer County Jail. Uh, that is, um, uh, I, like, there's really no reason to not call it kind of a concentration camp, or at least, like, a satellite feeder school to, a, to concentration <laughs> camps. Um, because it, uh, and this is in, uh, in the, uh, the Times Union um, this week, that uh, usually covered it. Uh, which is nice. And actually, I saw, I saw most local news there. So that you probably, if you if you uh, if you are a capital region resident, you could probably uh, uh, you know navigate past all the the banner ads for uh, Huck Finn's warehouse and get to stories about this. Well, I heard they have ten million dollars in uh, merchandise to be sold off the highway, so I, I, I would need see, to be inundated with that constantly. It, so yeah, I don't no, know I, why. I, I I saw that that billboard. Yeah, um, if anyone needs like some. Some like three seasons ago furniture made of plywood. Made of plywood. Go to the warehouse. Yeah, most of the furniture in our house is from Huck Finn's. Yes, yes. Oh, this, this couch that you're sitting on right now, actually. Shots fired. Huck Finn's. Huck Finn's. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, that well, place was a fucking disaster. Right? Oh, I was like, please don't ever take me back here again. It also inside time. of it is a, is a subway like sandwich yes. place. Yeah, and I was just like, whoa, this is. Yeah, the whole place. This is a like special type bread. of hell. I, I don't wish <clears throat> on really anyone. I love that place. <laughs> we got this rug there too. Did we? Yeah. I thought this would. No, this is Big Lots. The 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 bigger oh, rug. Oh yeah, in, I think you're right. In actually. the other room, yeah, is, is from there, and it had it like there's like a corner of it where it seems like some piece of uh, industrial equipment like accidentally burned or fused together some of the acrylic. Uh, little fibers and so there's like a hard spot and that's why we got it for like 50 bucks or yeah it, that place really is like the picture though of late stage capitalism right because like you roll in the uh parking lot is falling apart naturally we will do nothing about that no. um inside of this warehouse is all of this cheap shit that you can purchase for your home um in your lovely home obviously and uh <laughs> And and inside is a subway is a subway. So the whole place smells like subway, which it's like it, it has to. It must yeah. when furniture shopping. It also must uh, smell like a food court. Yeah, and, and so then outside food, of it, so that your furniture also smells like a food court. Yeah, yes. Right. And which which the question I would have is like, 
much like the sandwich artist would create my sandwich, can I also get the service that they come to my house and put my piece of shit couch together for me as well? Mm. Um, Because in our system, we should should have it all, right? There should be the app for that. But also what's really cool about that place is right outside of it is like, some weird like carnival setup with like a carousel that's falling apart. Yeah. So it's like amusement park esque. It's they, very fucking weird. They, they bought that from the local car wash chain. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, yeah they were they were getting rid of Playland, yeah. and there was like this outpouring of uh like like that was like nostalgic for people in this region like especially a lot of the, the like older like boomers remembered you know go, like playing on that they, they remember their dad abandoning them on, on, <laughs> right. on, on the tilt-a-world they're like please save that tilt-a-world we have to save that tilt-a-world well, jesus yeah. christ david he the guy only has every other weekend <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah so uh, um and, and what's interesting is like you know Brittany and i have been here in the capital region long enough that we just remember that the like the, the creepy warehouse with the subway in it is called Huck Fence. That was just called Huck Fence. Mm. But then the Me Too movement started and and Black Lives Matter and everyone got canceled, including Huck Finn. And so then they started turning it they just started calling it the warehouse at Huck Fins. Because that's like one distance away from Huck Finn. Yeah. Mm. Right? Uh, and then, and then, like, but everybody the still inti- just calls it Huck Finn. Of course, they do, right? Because, well, because then they decide that, like, the the falling apart amusement park thing would be called would be encompassed in the Huck Finn brand, and that Huck Finn's is like a complex now, in that where you can get subway, a recliner, and vomit on the tilt a world. Yes, the recliner that has they not one but two spot, like two yeah. holder, like holders for your beer yeah or you can do the friends thing where like chandler and and uh uh uh, uh, uh joey yeah. right you know, like both like pull the thing at the same time and then recline together yeah yeah yes. yeah you can do that yeah no, David, i want that for you and i someday one day one yeah day. yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you made that distinction because i i will say that uh when i first went the one and only time i've been there the first thought i had as soon as i walked through the doors was like wow these guys are really doing the work yeah <laughs> so i'm glad they changed they sort of rearranged the name to reflect the work that they're doing. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. They're really yeah. se- centering uh, warehouses or something. <laughs> centering <Right>. warehouse voices. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, we operate a um, concentration camp in Troy, uh, <laughs> the Rensselaer County Jail, um, uh, led by a uh, friend of the show, Patrick Russo, uh, the sheriff of, of the county. So here's another thing. Uh, Tom Hote, the, the running for uh, county legislator, in the area, obviously Republican, um, came to our door like a couple weeks ago uh, with some lit, and I talked to him for a second because I always want to know what they're saying. And he um, he told me that uh, that Rensselaer County Sheriff is the only constitutionally uh, um, recognized law enforcement officer in the country that like only sheriffs should enforce the law, which okay. is a new a new one. I have not heard That's that talking point yet. No, yeah. Um, so, like, just get ready for that, folks. So, like, that, inst- like, city police are too cucked. Like that's 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 lib shit. I, we yeah, need I can't sheriffs. disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We need. Duly I mean, at least elected the sheriff sheriffs. is elected. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, Le- elected <laughs> by like the most gerrymandered like reactionary <laughs> districts possible. Yeah, and so the uh, sheriff Russo, uh, uh, apparently 
uh, runs a um, let's let's say allegedly, allegedly runs a jail that has uh, um, several like backed up toilets. Wait, how could he allegedly run a jail? <laughs> he's either running it or he's not. David. Yeah, he runs a jail that allegedly ah. fucking English language mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, has lack of medical care, filthy living conditions, clogged toilets, littered floors, barely operable sinks, uh, no sanitary products, and no access to showers for up to ten days. Weird. That almost sounds. Uh, m- my partner Sean and I were just at the New York State Museum yesterday, and they have an exhibit on Attica. This sounds like fucking Attica to me. Wow, and that's weird. Something. Yeah. So what and, happened? And so what? Happened? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we solved that. Uh, yeah, and so uh, I, yeah, I thought like once uh, that Netflix show Orange Is the New Black uh, mainstreamed screaming Attica. Like, we had solved that problem. Well, yeah, know, I mean, once it becomes an Oprah book club yeah. book, don't you, isn't it then solved, right? Yeah, that, that, like that, we that did is it? the marker of, of, of social progress. Yeah, I thought we girl-bossed our way out of it. Yeah. But no, we, um, <laughs> uh, uh, so this, uh, th- this march really centered around the, um, the, the experiences of Miss Q, a pseudonym, uh, uh, because she's in the middle of a, of a lawsuit about how poorly she has been treated, uh, by ICE and... The Rensselaer County Jail. Is it possible that she is Q, though? It is also possible that she is Q. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but um, that could help explain why Q Loki fell off. Yeah. If it's, a, it's an she's busy with the lawsuit, trapped, sorry. Right, trapped is... in, in in our our series of gulags. No. Um. So she um. Uh, has been uh like just absolutely just. I just the the way that she's been treated like i'm i'm not like i'm not surprised but it is disgusting yeah where um she's been uh uh she was shackled uh like um arms and legs like pretty tight to the point that when she was being um uh transported to our our uh, lovely Rensselaer county jail the uh one of the jailers like tugged at her and she fell to the ground and obviously she can't like break she her fall yeah. oh my god um uh, she still can't walk from that. She's oh received God. no medical attention. Uh, she she bled, and because again, no showers for like ten days, they told her to like clean up in the sink. So she had blood on her for like two weeks uh, from a head wound. Does not get to uh, clean herself up. Can't, still can't walk, and um, and and that's uh, that's the um, uh, what you get when you are, have the distinction of being the only jail in new york state to uh, uh voluntarily uh connect to the 287g program which deputizes uh sheriff's officers to uh be ice agents yeah yeah and, and, in exchange and for more funding right for funding that um in other 287g agreements in the south actually um didn't even cover all of the costs of running our bloated uh, immigrant detention system. Yeah. So they're, 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 um, so you literally lose money in the agreement, but why would we let a little profit loss get stand in the way of brutalizing, um, you know, people of color and people from other countries? Absolutely. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Mm. how'd the protest go? Uh, it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, uh, 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 took a, Took a nice uh, stroll uh, down Fourth. Um, block traffic. It was uh, uh, pretty clean in terms of you know like uh, not. Um, there's no trouble really to speak of. 
uh, we got there. Uh, there were a lot of speakers. Um, uh, Dee and Marquita were there, as was Gwen Wright. So that was, oh, really? Yeah, it was good no, to I see. I didn't know Gwen was there. Yeah, so it was, it was good to see uh, uh, local uh, people running for office uh, show up to that. That was uh, uh, that was really powerful. And um, yeah, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot uh, good speeches, and, um, and 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 that was it. But you know, the, the the problem, of course, is that you know Sheriff Russo is like not moved by anything uh, like that at all, right? In, yeah. in fact, he would build another jail if he could, just to trigger the libs. So. Um, yeah, law and order, baby. We love it. Yeah, yeah. So it's really hard to uh, figure out what the end game is there, except to just continue to draw more light to the facility, to, you know, like more attention to it, to at least see if, I don't know, AG at Letizia James, or, you know, just we need like a Democrat that wants to make their nut on like closing that jail or like. Uh, massively reforming it or, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like some sort of someone else needs to gain m- more by fucking up that jail than uh, by keeping it around. And right now, that calculus isn't there. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, and it also seems to me too, right? Like that you can't. It can't be like the response that we have with the Biden administration either, right? Which is like, well, okay, the kids are still in cages or whatever, but like there's also IKEA bunk beds in there now for yeah. them and they're going to learn STEM. Yeah. And, and we got rid of the horses, remember? Right. There's like that horses upset on you guys. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. No, the, the image, horses were, we get it. Moms were pissed. Bad image. We got, Not good. We got rid of the horses. And, right. And, and we've also, uh, Biden just uh, renewed the uh, weight in Mexico rule that Obama, that uh, uh Trump put uh made up right where you um while you're waiting for asylum you get kicked back into Mexico we we started that back up well he's kept if you like had just, every yeah. yeah he's kept every Trump era yeah. immigration policy totally and if you had listened to our queen Kamala you would know like just don't come like so then you wouldn't have to worry about just being turned right around just right. like don't come just yeah. don't come don't just come don't, never be coming don't come yes don't come <laughs> Yeah, I, no, it's, it's, uh, that's um, our completely dry administration. Just uh, still doing what, you know, it doesn't matter who's in office. The wet boy, the dry boy, you right. know, they, they, it's the same thing over and over again. But since it's such a local issue, just make this guy's life fucking miserable. Like, that's right? that's the vibe. Like, for me, like, as I think about so just that's the vibe. Yeah, I also... Like, I want to know about, this is how I think about all local officials, like, because I, I'm so close to them, right? I'm not, clo- I'm not close to Biden. <laughs> but I've, as I think about my local officials, I'm just like, I want to know about every... Every time you cheated on your wife, um, you know, every abuse you've 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 sort of given to your child. I want to know about all of it. Just start calling them out for all the disgusting things that they do and just ruin their reputation. And I think that that that's one that's one bit of this. Right. I don't know why we try to play nice with these people. I like I don't understand it. Like we we like we're like shame on you for this policy, but like ruin the rest of them, too. (laughs) Like, the rest yeah. of this man. Ruin the rest of him, because he's a dirtbag. But you can't. Like, Steve McLaughlin isn't allowed to have interns because he sexually harassed them so bad. And yet, there are, like, 800 houses in my neighborhood with Believe in Steve signs right. in their front yard. So, just like, that's the thing, is they're, they're like, um, they're, they're immune from, because their supporters are so rabid, like, 
People who vote for Steve don't give a fuck if he's a sexual harasser. People who are voting for the sheriff, if he could beat his wife in the middle of Walmart and he would still win re-election, they don't give a shit. So. I, I, I do wonder, though, how brittle, he's like, it's strong, but it might be brittle to like, like, <laughs> you know, torture a metaphor. And, uh, and so I, I do wonder, like, maybe like, you know, yeah, you don't care if, if any of these people are, are abusers or something like that. But if you were to make it inconvenient to like support them or be around them or anything like that, if that like was... follow their children's school buses around, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, give, know, them the, yeah. give them the give uh, them the the Albany Medical Center treatment and follow <laughs> around the yeah uh, yeah um, that didn't happen, but uh, that that was a cool thing. No, it should have though. It would have been yeah funny. yeah no that that was a, that was a cool idea that their uh, uh, scab lawyer came up with and uh, gave us great ideas for something that you could do. <laughs> but never happened. Um, yeah, yeah but, but I would argue, though, that with Steve McLaughlin, he's given it, 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 softball coverage. Like, the criticism oh, of him is all softball shit. It's true. So yeah. I'd be willing to... I, I, I would like to see what it would look like if, if there was a campaign really going after him. Because he he doesn't even... It doesn't bother him whatsoever to go after the left. In fact, he loves it. Like yeah. it's what oh, he absolutely. does, right? Yeah, and I think sure. that that obviously, like, unless he blocks, you. that gets his base. Cyberbullied Cuomo out of the governorship. Yeah. It's like Beautiful. single-handedly. Yeah. Yes, and he loves to harass AOC, who he obviously wants to fuck. And it's just like, so yes, right, which is what they all do. But yeah. it's just like, but we, we on the left, it's like, or you know, even these these campaigns um, that you know are not quite of the left um what refused to play that game and it's like but we're losing so could we just try it out and see what happens <laughs> and also just say the truth i mean these are truths yeah. about him like what you're saying like yeah he is a he is a sexual harasser i'm sure he's done even more egregious things than we're aware of and everybody should know about it yeah he also just uh gave us a 10 percent tax cut which uh, actually, cool. I'm a Republican now. Yeah, yeah. Historical, that's a historical achievement. Big tax yeah. cut for us. <laughs> <laughs> but but that but that does of course that is of course going to translate into some like draconian, really really awful cuts to really important programs. Absolutely, that, austerity yeah. on services. Yeah, yep. yeah. That yep. uh, is, that is maybe now a, a good uh, uh, transition to. Uh, our main topic for the yeah for the absolutely episode. let's do it yeah because we're gonna um talk uh about um the left particularly leftist dudes like dsa bros with uh rose emojis in their twitter handle love talking about this will not shut up about it so we're just gonna <laughs> pile on top of it so we can maybe get some more patreon subscribers patreon.com slash ironweeds yeah like, we're just gonna talk about it Endlessly. Please support us doing the work, yeah, because that's what we're about to do, folks. Right? Yeah, we're going to talk, of course, about childcare. Yes, that beautiful topic. Yeah, just dudes cannot stop talking about childcare. Yeah, and I get enough. As you're that. saying to yourself, listener, you're like, I don't know anything about that. There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this has been like a big topic lately because, in part of the uh, the budget. That this like this massive bill that uh, the Biden administration has really tried hard to get passed that Chris Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin um, are like nah you Too don't expensive. need it who honestly why do people need to take care of their children is it necessary have we asked ourselves that question right who will raise these babies yeah why aren't they just getting abortions no I'm sorry right that's, just, that's a bad joke. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, let's talk about, um, Ashley, this is like a topic that you're very well versed in based on your like professional history and your activist interests. So do you want to give us like a little rundown of the state of childcare? Yeah. So, um, we have historically been dog shit on childcare in this country. Surprise, surprise. Um, but in the uh, World War II era, uh, when the boys went away and, and, and the women were here to work, that was the only time we had what appeared to be sort of a comprehensive model for like uh, state, you know, sponsored childcare. That lasted obviously as long as the uh, until the war ended, obviously, and then the uh, boys come home, right? Boys come home, and where do the women go? They go back into the kitchen, baby. Yeah. So therefore, you need to go back home and raise your babies, um, and then. But now we also invented antidepressants. And totally. Stuff. Yes. So and you can. They just have be, iPads. So yeah. Just give them one of those, and that can be their their yeah. childcare. Yeah. I, which the is iPad cool. invented in 1957. No one wants to talk about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another another sleeper topic like yeah. childcare. Um. And anyway, so you don't really see a whole lot uh in the way of legislation for childcare until uh, 1971. Uh, and Nixon is given what is called, I believe, like the child care, like comprehensive child care bill. And it was um, going to be state funded uh, chi- child care, like na- obviously nationally. And uh, it passed Congress. Nixon might have been Amazing. the last liberal president that we had. Today. Oh, no, it gets this is where it takes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's so cool. This is where it takes a nice nosedive um, as these things do. We couldn't fucking possibly because we're right at the start of like of like serious family values discussion um and it being centered in all of conservative talking points when talking about social issues is about family values obviously and so this 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 asshole it, it, it passes congress he gets it on his desk he vetoes it immediately they can't get the supermajority. it dies um and Why that was just don't vote <laughs> yeah and it's what's cool about it is um he, you know, like, w- when asked about it, he calls it the most radical uh, bit of legislation to ever hit his desk, which I'm sure is true. Yeah. And uh, and and he, of course, is like, no, 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 we will not be like the Russians. Like, we will we will not do that shit. We uh, we uh, we have family. We are we Americans are stronger than that. We can take care of our own kids. And from there, the, the precedent is sort of set that family. Uh, that families are individual families are responsible for the child care of their child, right? That it is an individual issue that you are uh, to take care of, and it is not the responsibility of the state or the community to help raise your child. And so, from there, you know, capitalism's going to capitalism. It steps in, and then we get. Unlike the K through 12 system, which is somewhat protected, obviously we have charter schools and all that sort of shit now, but it uh, it, it just becomes, you know, uh, ripe for uh, privatized childcare institutions, you know, corporate, all this corporate childcare, all that stuff. And, and it becomes a pay to play yeah. system, which it, which it currently is. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I really appreciate those kinds of histories because it puts a, um, I guess like the new the one of the new Twitter uh, uh, recurring jokes is like red flag, right? It, it, like it poses it posts a red flag in like the family values thing. He's like obviously family like anytime a, a, a politician says family values, that's all like already don't like whatever's coming next. But um, the juxtaposition of universal provision versus family values seems really um, telling. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Is, is that like it, it, uh, 
uh, families are going to raise it, which usually just means women are totally. going to do a bunch of unwaged work, regardless. And, and like, let, let's be serious, like, regardless of whether or not they are good at it or not, right? Because like, not everyone has to be good at being a parent to one, be a good person or two, like, be allowed to reproduce, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, there's something about like the fact that uh, uh, we assume that children like raising children at an early at, at that really early stage like doesn't require um expertise expertise yeah, yeah you know, like there's like nothing that we could ever possibly learn yes. <laughs> and like there's no science to be put to this there's no. no expertise it's just like you'll know you'll know what to do right <laughs> and 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 there's something to be said about yes all of that is true right so uh even at the beginning of this sort of journey to parenthood you know women go to their doctors right they're doing their check-ins they're taking their 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 vitamins they're doing all that shit but they're not you know those discussions they don't find out until later that child care isn't accessible yeah. unless you have some background or you've had some experience and then you know that like yeah the waitlist to child care could be you know in my experience when i was living in and organizing around child care in minneapolis there were places where mom finds out she's pregnant and she, before even taking prenatal vitamins, goes and gets herself on a list because yeah. she assumes that when she needs care for her toddler, which it might be the, the start of child care because many places do not do infant care. But as we know, even in New York State with paid family leave and stuff, it's not going to cover children nine months old, 10 months old, you know, yeah. into, anyway. And so the first thing they do is go get on wait lists. Now for moms who don't have the, who don't have that knowledge, they they run into it when they need it, and that's always almost always too late. Right, and and like uh, so like you mentioned Minneapolis, Minneapolis St. Paul area. You know, like that's a that's a big metropolitan area. They got like Prince and where they had Bob Prince. Dylan, Bob Dylan, right? You know, like they they it's a it's a big place with like. Famous singers, famous so it's singers. gotta have good child. Oh, right. Yeah. I thought now would be a good time to just like paint a picture of how, how dog shit it is in the capital region for yes. child care. We have three articles, um, two from Times Union, one from sta uh, the State of New York website. I, I, it's, a, it's a strange URL. Um, what is it called? Uh, the... Yeah, New York State of Politics, which you have to sing. To oh, say that boy. New York State of Politics. No, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, but like those, uh, and and one of the Times Union articles that we'll have linked in the show notes. Uh, I just it, it has like a little kid sitting on the lap of the Easter Bunny, and this Easter Bunny is that like all Easter bunnies looks deranged. I don't That's know. You, so you, you try to do well, like it worked for Santa Claus, and you're like, what if we got other you know like strange men dressed in suits to like put children on their lap? Well, you know, worked in Christmas. And, like, it's maybe all we very sus. We need to stop doing yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just like maybe focus on child care instead. Ugh, and how not culturally responsive, like responsive is that in your in your child care center, unfortunately, right? Which is like, you know, as as the capital region um, becomes more and more diverse, not everybody celebrates the fucking Easter Bunny. Jesus Christ, I think we can go without the Easter Bunny. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, um, so here we go. Uh, in in the number of regulated child care programs in the capital region um, has plummeted by sixty nine percent. Nice. nice. Um, since two thousand eight. Mm -hmm. This article came out 10 years later. So in 10 years, just uh, line go down. 
Uh, on average, 33 children compete for each regulated child care what slot the in the region. Yes, there are thousands of children who sit on a wait list Yeah, and that has, that has only gone up. Yes. And the, and the reason, like, when, when we were thinking about doing an episode like this, one thing that came to my mind, or, like, what got me thinking about it was in my own research on economic development, even, like, the, like the pencil necks that only care about, like, bringing the next Facebook or whatever to the capital region, because that's going to happen, definitely. Keep calling. He'll, he'll answer your phone number, your, your phone eventually. <laughs> he'll, he'll definitely do that. Um, you know, uh, uh, they actually, like, did a whole thing about childcare, because it's like, we let it get so bad that this is now, like, a, like, a, a factor in our ability to get new businesses to set up shop in the in the region because like like there's no child care at all yes and so like that's a thing that companies of any of of any like appreciable size actually look for when they are deciding where to site a new a new uh office is like what you know like you know like these things aren't um uh, random, right? And they and while they the probably the biggest pressing factor is how much uh, tax breaks the city is willing to to cough up to the to that company. And that's usually the biggest thing. But on top of that is also like, you know, h- how many uh, people have university degrees? What you know, like uh, what traffic patterns are like? You know, like how how affordable up housing are, stock. Yeah, yeah, yep. affordable housing stock. How fucked up your roads are, uh, and childcare. Because and, and like because the one like no one's got none of your like bougie uh, um, like like you, the Prius driving people are going to go anywhere that have bad schools, right? Or at least don't, or or they could at least like cost out of it and and get cha- and get and they charter can schools it, and they can afford right, it and I mean, they can the afford difference. it. Yeah, and, and childcare. Yes, and and it's so bad that that's even that's now becoming a a, a problem for well, yeah, for economic and the corporate response to this right is more corporate care, which is always dog shit because as we all know, they're not unionized. They um they you know they pay their workers, and these are workers that are almost always entirely women, and most certainly women of color, um, who dominate the field of early childhood. And they like in, you know, back in Minneapolis, what they what they would do is uh, Minneapolis is home to many corporate like headquartered offices and home of places like Target. And one that I'm thinking of now is Best Buy. Best Buy's response to child care was like, well, we'll just open up our own center or we'll partner with Kinder Care. Kinder Care is like a national, um, you know, child care conglomerate, basically, that's run all over the United States and is was Last I knew, their CEO was the former CEO of, like, Old Navy and Gap, who, as we all know, would know a shitload about child development, right? Like, yeah, I mean, this, yeah. This bitch would absolutely know, right, yeah. that uh, 80% of, 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 you know, children's brain development happens by the time they're three years well, old. Excuse me, it, it's Gap also how long they grow for new genes. Yeah, totally. Gap yeah. literally has something called Gap Kids. Right. So if they're not Come qualified, on. then I don't know who is. Yeah. Totally. Because if you know how quickly their legs grow... For ha- so, so you can perfectly price how to you know perfectly price their genes. Like you know all about their brain too. Probably. I'd like to see somebody with a degree in early childhood care uh, make the perfect bucket hat for toddlers. <laughs> yeah, I like. That's that's where the real genius is. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it's pretty it's pretty heinous out there. And and even with with the the sort of impacts of COVID, many of those have shut down. Right, because clearly. 
ca again, capitalism and capitalism, they can't, uh, there's no, when the profit's gone, they go bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so many of them have shut down um, yeah, yeah, so, as a result. Um, you know, how, so you're probably thinking like, oh, you know, there's like the CARES Act and like they gave money to, uh, for, for, for child care. That's, that, that's cool. Um, Which doesn't end, right? Like it, that funding never ends. It never, <laughs> never, never caps out just well, like a child care credit. It never caps so, out, right? So there's that. But what I was going to, we'll, we'll get to that. But also, um, of the $163.6 million in child care stimulus that had been sent to New York, guess how much was spent? Let's go around. How much was spent? How much was spent? Ooh. $3. Oh, gosh. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. $31 million. Oh, yeah. And well, that was out of how much? $163.6 Now, imagine Christ. imagine for a moment, because I'm sure folks don't know, um, and may, you probably do if you, if you have children, but if you don't, you're listening, right? How much does child care cost? So, New York is, of, is, 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 is to no surprise, one of the highest um, states for cost of child care. It's something like the fourth or fifth or something or whatever. It goes between like three and seven um, every couple of years. But anyway, it is around $15,000 a year to send your child to full-time child care. Oh. Holy and shit. that's without so if you get that little tax credit that little bump like right now they're getting 300 bucks a month but if you factor that out it's like 1200 dollars a month that you're paying so 300 bucks doesn't mean shit that's the cost of your mortgage and oftentimes like you know we talk about how important healthcare is it totally is on the left we it's constant right medicare for all and all these things that we absolutely need they're super necessary but a lot of the times for families child care is the cost that has them um basically you know riddled with debt or the one thing that always seems to happen is that who do you think stops working yeah right yeah. right right which takes her out of the workforce which then has what implication when you have those gaps on your resume or or you get or you get like grandma to to watch the kid and then she has a fall right or gets covid or gets covid yeah so that's the other thing is that in that time where we weren't spending uh like 130 of million of those those cares act dollars 1500 child care providers permanently closed yeah and i would like to say too i mean these are all Co so the articles that you picked out are, are great because they're they're current, right? But what pit has pissed me off over the last two years is people are are sort of coming to this issue as if it has started with COVID. It has right. been going no. on for. Ever. I mean, I was doing organizing work for childcare again back in Minneapolis, but it was about just raising the just raising the childcare assistance program dollar amount by a few bucks, mm -hmm. so that so that uh, family independent family child cares, a lot of them Somali. Um, were, were being given higher rates for the children that they were taking into their centers. And we couldn't even, in, in, in a somewhat progressive state like Minnesota, we couldn't even get universal pre-K passed. So most states do not even have universal pre-K. We have universal pre-K in New York, and people are like, oh, well, we have that. We passed it. We're good. No, it has now turned into the, so if you look at the Albany public schools, right, they, they have thousands of children, and many, many of them um, have siblings who are young who they would, they would uh, try and get a universal pre-K spot for and don't you know it what do they have to do in albany a lottery system Ugh. and we love a lottery system that's how we operate many of our charter schools right that's right. the only fair way right is that if you're lucky yeah to get a spot yeah, yeah. and so if you don't your your number's not called out because it's basically a, a, a gamble it's bingo for your child care then your kids shit out of luck and so are you 
And, and, and then we call that universal. Around. We call it universal. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, exactly. Because everybody has a shot. Yeah, and in, and in our market, what we want to always do, right, is so that we can continue to privatize, is we want to turn the, the working class folks who can um, qualify for something like Head Start against folks who are paying into the system. So then, so then they're blaming, you know, so that the folks who don't qualify. So say, for instance, if you're a family of four, to qualify for Head Start, which is like a federal, uh, is, is our federal sort of uh, child care program that we have in this country, you have to make less than $26,000 as a family. Oh, my God. Which is insane. That is, right? yeah. It is, it is bonkers. And much like universal pre-K, it, we only get so many federal dollars, which means there's only so many spots. And so that's yet another wait list, even for the very poor. And and so it is. Well, we had when David and I were graduate students at RPI, um, they bumped up the TA salary like a piddling $500 a year or something. And it was enough to throw people, including somebody who is in David's de- David's department off of a bunch of their child care services oh, and yeah. their health care services, because now they were making $500 more than what the cutoff was for a lot of those services. I mean, it's like, it's total. This is why means testing is so fucking yep. destructive, not just for people's lives, but also for building class consciousness. Because like you said, Ashley, like it pits people against each other. Imagine hating somebody who makes $500 a year less than you do because they are living high on the hog with all their free services. I mean, yep. it's like really fucking destructive. Yeah. And, and it's bad for workers because what it's, what's also happening here, right. Having as someone who's worked uh, with a program that was a head start program locally is the very workers who are, you know, working anywhere from 35 to 40 hours a week as a Head Start teacher or assistant teacher make so little that they themselves qualify for their children to be in those programs. So what does that say about their wages, right? Yeah. They're making something like $13 an hour. And and they're they're basically faced with, well, I could keep doing this so I have a spot for childcare, so, you know, and, and maybe do that, or I quit and try to go somewhere like, you know, the Amazon Distribution Center out in Skodak and make $17, $18 an hour, and that's what they're faced with, right? Yeah. So what what do they do? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's bleak. Well, this is why we need company, fa- no, factory towns, I'm sorry, yeah, because <laughs> in the factory town, there yeah. will be childcare. Yeah. Uh, you fa- take the yeah. shuttle, you drop your kid off at a room where they learn to code at a four one years room old. A one-room schoolhouse, yeah. Yep. Um, It'll be cute. Yeah. yeah Everybody a, gets an iPad. There's a little perfect. robotic arm with a, yes. with an apple, and it's just like, <laughs> and it crushes it, and it's like, oh, uh, I think uh, they nap were, time, nap time, oh, nap totally. time. Oh, totally. I think they were flirting with that bullshit, actually. It was like a WeWork spinoff or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, like, WeGrow. Right? WeGrow. Oh, Jesus. It's called WeGrow. Yeah, talk yeah about, that doesn't sound uh, dystopian at all. <laughs> talk about bleak. Yeah, no. No, it's, it's, it's really rough. I was telling David one of my favorite anecdotes I forgot to... Mentioned in the history of childcare. Go for it. Where Khrushchev comes to visit um, and Nixon gives him the tour of like the perfect American household. Mm-hmm. And Nixon's dumbass like walks into the, the kitchen and he's like, look at this. Have you ever seen one of these? It's an American dishwasher. It's so cool. Like this is what we have in America. We're so like put together. And Khrushchev's just like, in Russia, you just need to be to be born in Russia and you will have a house. <laughs> and just like dunks on him for like 16 minutes it's so cool no but ashley she he cried in the grocery store 
Okay. Khrushchev right. cried when he saw the grocery store selection. That's, That's right. a real thing that happened. Yeah, when he saw how many deodorants you could get at a price shopper, yeah. he, he was, was like, like, "Well, oh my god, we three brands of toothpaste." This. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I got to go jack off in the pharmacy section of this grocery oh, store because totally. it's so incredible. <laughs> so uh, a, a, a little, a few minutes ago, uh, Ashley was talking about a few um, uh, numbers about uh, the about how much working parents pay for childcare. That came out of. The Raising New York report, uh, where it, um, uh, like, yeah, like over $15,000 annually spent on child care, which is about 1200 a month. Per child, by the way. Per child. Per yeah. Child. And, um, for, for low wage, uh, earners, that, uh, eats up a whopping 78% of, of your income. Weird. How do you pay rent? Which means 78%. you can't live. Like, no. you yeah. can't. Yeah. No, you can't. And and so the and the other thing though is that like tying this back in right is that even that astronomical amount of money uh, is precluded on the idea that we pay those workers absolute shit. Yes. So when so when we passed fifteen bucks an hour uh, in New York, that's just going to keep going up. It's yeah. Just, it's, yeah. Yeah. Like that. That like for for so the yeah the the childcare workers are going to get fifteen dollars an hour, but they probably get paid like like for like thirty eight hours or something like that, so they don't get benefits. And so like they get a little bit more money in their pocket, which is of course good. It's not as much as the seventeen dollars an hour to go babysit uh, boxes instead of humans mm-hmm. at, at a at an Amazon warehouse, right? And and then the price just goes up more. Yeah. It's like it, it, it's. It's another example of like just like how mired in shit like the whole problem is. It's not like just get more people into childcare, even though that would be uh, a really fucking nice start. It's also like just everything else that we've given a price signal to is just like just absolutely irredeemably fucked. Well, and imagine this too, right? Like the uh, Americans accept without. Without a whole lot of debate, obviously, yes, there's charter schools. That's a whole other conversation. But they, we accept K through 12 public education. We accept yeah, that. Like, why right. can't we accept accept birth to five? And and Jesus Christ, like when kids had to stay home, we like America as a as a whole was reminded how much we can't stand being around our kids all the time. Right. And how, and how, <laughs> how, much, and how much work it is. Yes. How draining it yeah. is. And how yeah. much the people who care for them and their well-being and their cognitive development and, and physical development yeah. matter and yeah. what they do for them. Another report um, uh, in this Times Union article that they cite uh, found severe child care shortages in parts of Manans and Cohoes and noted, noted that some rural communities in Columbia, Green, Saratoga, Warren, and Washington counties did not have a single child care facility. Correct. Not a single one. And in South Troy, researchers found that there were 50 children for every child care slot. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's typical. So when you go into rural communities, um, there are there are counties, and I'm sure they even exist in New York State. They certainly exist in Minnesota when we were organizing. They didn't even have Head Start. So they might have one uh, church, like, child care center out of, you know, a town of 15,000. And if you imagine, you know, around every family has about, you know, two two kids, there's nowhere for them to go. And then you forget, too, that even in a place that is somewhat, you know, densely populated like Troy, it isn't just that they don't have actual 
access to childcare, which I fucking hate the term access, but like, you know, the option to, to, to sort of apply for it and see what happens, um, <laughs> is that they also then um, struggle with getting their child there. Right. So transportation is another issue. Oh, and then yeah, that probably right. comes up in all that economic development yeah. bullshit, too. Right. Is that they don't have, you know, the basics to even get them to where they need to go because they themselves don't have transportation to even go to work, let alone provide the transportation for their child to go to childcare. Right. And so you, they stay out of the job market. Yeah. Because you either live way out in some uh, development that's cheap enough to afford, but is not close to both jobs and childcare. Or you live in, for example, South Troy, where the city has done such a dog shit job of keeping the buildings up to code that if you wanted to open a childcare facility in a build in like nearby, it would cost a fortune to rehab the building to necessary uh, specifications to keep it safe for children. Right. Yes, right. And, and the OCFS regulations, while some of them are obviously super important to keep children safe, keep working class people from starting things like family childcare because, again, it's a pay-to-play system. So unless you have the capital to make it happen... You can't afford to do it. And so that leaves massive that leaves massive gaps right there just in family childcare because what it leads people to do, and this ends up being like another issue that is just like perpetuates the war on the working class for childcare, is you end up running uh childcare operations out of your home that are not regulated by the state. Yes. And then who do you think comes in and, and slaps your hand and spanks you and tells you the bad? Yeah. It's the state. And then they shut you down. You could get fines, you could get jail time, there's all sorts of things. There's endless stories throughout the country of you know sad fucked up shit right like women who are going in for an interview but didn't have childcare, left their kids in the car and what do you think happened yeah. things like that and what is and what do we look at oh what a fucking horrible mother right we never we never frame the conversation as well why did she have her kids there with her why weren't her kids in a in a space that was safe for them where they could be cared for while she went on her job interview remember yeah, we love to would, tell people to pick themselves up by and their who bootstraps, would choose right? that who would choose nobody to leave their child and our last apartment that we rented, David and I, um, the the tenant who we replaced was, and this was like a serious moral quandary for David and I, yeah. but it was an apartment that we could afford, which was, you know, not an easy thing to find. Yep. Um, but they were evicted because she was running an illegal childcare operation out of the apartment. And so her landlord, who then became our landlord, who was a really shitty landlord, um, kicked her out. Yep. Yeah, I had a similar experience. When I moved back from, from Minnesota, I was living in Utica. And uh, below me, I was on the second floor, below me was the same type of thing. And it was just like, it is what it is. I mean, these folks are, are cobbling together the very best that they can so that they can m- literally make ends meet. I mean, yeah. it's, it's insane. And, and that's the other thing is that, like, part of, like, regulating something like child care is one, to keep the kids safe. But it's also, like, for, like, zoning purposes, like, you can... Decide whether or not you want to live next to a childcare facility. Like, I would be pretty pissed if I was our downstairs neighbor and all of a sudden there's a childcare facility above me. Like, yeah. this, this, like, old I racist Korean war that- vet that just, like, wants to, like, die in peace with his dirty dog. Right. Like, like <laughs> this has gotten very specific. David, <laughs> yes. David is accurately describing right. our last living situation. And you just like imagine like a dozen kids running and screaming back and forth in a tiny apartment. Like that yeah. sounds like hell. Well, we just discovered like immediately after closing on this house that we're in right now that the woman across the street cares for her three grandchildren 
all day, every day during the summer. And all they do is run around outside and scream. And like, you know, be like people, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that like they shouldn't do that or she shouldn't do that or anything, but like, yeah, to have that non-consensually forced upon you in like an apartment complex is a serious problem. Um, that's a little far afield from maybe like the core problems of childcare, obviously, but yeah, yeah, I'm just really trying to, like, how, how, it, it fa- ripples, how far yeah, it, ripples it ripples out. out these. And yeah. there's also, like, I imagine insurance, which we haven't even talked about, is just, like, another scam on top of these scams, right? Where you uh, can't afford to run an above-board childcare facility because we don't have anything, we have no safety net. And so insurance usually steps in as, like, the one thing that will protect everyone if something goes wrong instead of just, like... Uh, universal health care. Well, and what happens to your child if they're injured in, at an unlicensed yeah, right. daycare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. again, like, again, fines, jail time, like yeah. the whole nine yards. It, making, having their uh, health insurance cover any injuries if they have to go to the hospital. Like, yeah, there's just, it's such a huge, um, it, it just, just like massive arena of everyday life for people, for most people. Yeah, totally. And the only people who, and so you look at like the biz, even the ones who are licensed, right? The independent centers that are like, again, pulling together the resources and doing what they can, they cannot pay their workers what they should be paid, right? They literally can't afford it. And, um, and then, and then you look at who goes, you're like, okay, well, obviously we need more funding. So someone's got to go to the legislature and tell them that they need it. The only coalitions that you'll see sort of built around this issue are the ones who want more, more state and federal, who state and federal funding and who have the people to go and advocate and lobby on behalf of childcare, which ends up almost always being private, uh, private institute institutions. Betsy DeVos, motherfuckers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or even like the like sort of state, uh, you know, the ones that are uh, like you know, again, the corporate childcare is like I was talking about with Kindercare, or the state uh, ones that uh, that you might not see. Like in in Minnesota, there's one called New Horizons, and there's like seventy two of them or something throughout the state. And so the guy who fucking owns that goes to the state and lobbies on behalf of himself, right? And so they are, you know, they are treating these, these, they are like, yes, come one, come all to the low income kids for childcare assistance, because we can profit off the backs of these children and their families. And so we get all the money that they're going to pay for, but we do not put anything back into it. It's just like Walmart, right? It's like the idea of, of and I, I would actually, I actually remember having a, a huge argument and almost getting fired from my job for arguing with their lobbyist and telling her in front of a whole group of people that you are running the Walmart preschools because basically they take in all the money and they don't do anything in, in so far as investment and the idea, and then they would also prey on the parents of these low income children to work there so they could pay them 12 bucks an hour their kid comes here for shit care and they are making money both ways just like with walmart right you work at walmart you can also use your wick at walmart yeah and so and and so it's just this thing we are getting paid and you are getting fucked but it's minnesota so you should have said target right yeah Yeah. well yeah yeah. same yeah totally same there yeah they maybe they would have understood no target's the good one yeah, no, that's if you true. shop at Target, that's actually... Yes. Uh, if I can get a fall-themed coffee mug there, then it can't possibly be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm imagining, like, you run the Target of child care facilities. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah exactly. No, totally. It is tastefully decorated How did you know here, where I got my it? skirt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, so we're going to fix this, right? Like, this seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, so, like, I, 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 this is, like, just, like, a ball of shit like you can't 
it seems really hard to find a way to like get into this problem to start fixing it. But is there anything, any good place to start? Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say is like thinking about the people who listen to this, right? And I bet some of them, I'm sure, are parents. The first thing I would say is if your child goes to childcare, find out whether or not that childcare center is organized. And if it isn't, start organizing it. And if you don't know what to do, um, or, or you don't know where to start with organizing it, um, I don't know if I can say this, but could they email the pod and then you could like forward them to me? Sure. Because yeah. I'd be happy to help uh, get them into the right uh, conversation with the right person because there are always people here who are trying to organize childcare. There's several unions trying to do that all the time. So that's one thing, right? And so that's that's something that helps and supports workers. And the the other you know, it's it, there's so many. Di- our our system is so fucked up and convoluted, and we've been doing this uh, this sort of hodgepodge system for so long that I've seen many different ways that people are going about it. Um, you know, good faith efforts to try and do something. Some of it is like state legislature, right? So like getting yourself together and and trying to form a coalition of people that is not including these for profit motherfuckers. And trying to get a coalition together of workers, parents, and people who care about the issue. And even like, you know, for as shitty as small business folks are, getting your getting your small business people on board because this affects their workers too. And mm-hmm. getting people to form these coalitions and actually go to the legislature and making, you know, understanding the bills that come out and actually trying to advocate for them can help. I know that there's some of that work going on here. But again, I worry about who they're there representing. Right. So thinking about that, forming these coalitions can be helpful that's a drop in the bucket the other thing that i see people doing and i think that this is really good for the left is we're always talking about mutual aid efforts and the things that we're doing to sort of uh form the world that we want for ourselves and we don't do a lot of that with childcare. but in other in other bigger cities and i would love to partner with folks here in the capital region now that this is my my likely forever home is around um child care collectives right like, why the fuck are we going to wait on the state? And so this is like the anarchist sort of answer, right? Why are we going to wait on the state to do this? I'm having, we're having babies now. Right. And what it means to do a collective where we pull it all together. We, we pool our resources together to make this thing happen um, together. And I think that there's, there's something to be said. There's something to be said about that and, and what, what work we could be doing. Um, but yeah, we, we this people, is something that's the state. It, 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 what and like the goal, obviously, like the long term goal is this needs to be state. Like childcare needs to be paid for by the state, and it yeah. needs to be paid for in something we didn't talk about, which is just very briefly is a mixed delivery model. Because because it's so fucked up, we we have to. We can't just say well. Um, K through 12 will take over it. It, it, They can't, like, if we want to actually do it, it can't just happen like that. Because what ends up happening is, like, this whole, like, bourgeois bullshit with licensure. And it makes it out of reach for especially black and brown women to actually do it. Because if you think about it, you make $30,000 a year doing the work, but then you got to go get a degree for $30,000, put yourself in debt. You're not even able to, uh, you can't even attain that. That's that's insane. Is mixed delivery when you get, like, Taco Bell and KFC in the same job hub order? Exactly, yeah. 
yes. No, it's what, just what, like what, that. What, what, what is mixed what does delivery? that mean? Yeah. yeah. So you would have a mix of like family child care, which would be funded by the state. They uh-huh. would send you your check, right? Oh, okay. You know, to act, to, 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 watch to run your, it. Watch your they would kid provide, your yeah, child, or something like that. They would yeah. provide your, your professional development, just like uh-huh. you would for these K through 12 institutions, which we respect. But, but you don't see that in the early childhood field. And so, yeah, you'd have family child care, which is again, more, can be more culturally response, responsive than your, your, um, even your K through 12 models sometimes because I experienced like Somali child cares and they wanted Somali children to be in Somali child care centers for many obvious cultural reasons, which are totally fucking valid. See Easter Bunny. Yes. Which another one of my favorite anecdotes (laughs) that I think listeners would love when I was in the process of organizing, (laughs) organizing around trying to hold what they call DHS, which is our OCFS here accountable in Minnesota for discriminating against the Somali people. Shocking development that the state would do such a thing. Um, there were these awful, like, right reactionary shitbags who um, told the press that the Somali childcare centers were taking their childcare assistance and funneling the money to El Shabaab. <laughs> and, that was, and that was by far the coolest fucking meeting I ever sat in where I was like, so we're going to get this commissioner fired, right? Like, this bitch needs to be fired. And she was. That's uh, nice. Yeah, was it Caroline Ham? Yeah, she got fired. So that was like one of the best, one of the best moments oh in childcare organizing where I'm like, you guys, we made it. This is so cool. I was like, I was like, first of all, I wish it was that cool. Yeah, it is right. not. Um, <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, oh man, it's like they really can't get over like the old like like sort of like, well, this is going to turn into communism. Yeah. You know, like, if we, yes. if we let this go we're on, so it's much like, cooler than we are. Totally. It's like, like yes. We yeah, really the, need to up our game. Right. Yeah. Start like, funneling money to Al-Shabaab. Totally. Or whatever means you, you are available to you. Be the, be the person that your uh, racist uncle needed you to be last yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even in, like, what, war, war-torn Russia, the Bolsheviks pulled uh, pulled children off the streets and raised them. Like, yeah, maybe they raised them with weapons and shit, which is cool. But they provided childcare for them. <laughs> right? So there's something to be said about that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's childcare. It's, right. it's, it's, it's hard out there. It's, it's, it's hard out there, but, but I think that why, again, it's important to the left, it's important for the left to understand, to really understand this issue and to actually mobilize around this issue. The way that we have talked and mobilized endlessly on healthcare and again, so much work to be done there, but like this, this really is a sleeper issue and it impacts everybody, not just folks who choose to have children. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I I, I mean, I, I. I need everybody to get on Twitter and say mean things to AOC until we solve this problem. Exactly. Like, if you're not harassing her every day to hold symbolic votes on childcare, then right. you're not doing the work. If you don't kick in the door you to Kristen to- Cinema every time she's taking a dump to tell her about <laughs> why she should care about childcare, are you really doing the work? The state is doing more to take care of your dump than my children. Yeah. Which might actually be true. You think, yeah. You think of, like, all the money that goes into, you know, like... Yeah, plumbing, and, and it know. should come as an absolute <laughs> shock that that the only uh, that that one of the only members of the Senate who's ever not been absolute dog shit uh, neolib on childcare has been Bernie Sanders. Of course, unfucking believable. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go it, look it, up his. Uh, it his takes fight. a village to raise a Jewish child. He absolutely. knows. He knows <laughs> no, that totally. it's hard out here. Yeah, if you ever want to look at it, go look at him just like slam dunking on Arnie Duncan during the Obama administration. My my Whoa. perfect charter school prince. He was just it's on so Rachel Maddow tight. like two weeks ago. Like Arnie. No, 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 Bernie. Oh. Uh, like shouting about childcare, and yeah. you know, it's amazing it's, yeah. in that way. In that way, but huge misogynist. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, cancels it. it out. Right. 
Too bad. What else? I, I want to talk about something that affects me. Yes. Oh, okay. Because I don't have any kids. Yeah, this is but a But you know what issue. I do have? I have a vape. Yeah, and, and now you got and vape problems. My people have been <laughs> oppressed for far too long, especially in the state of New York. Now they've now they've made it. They're uh, gaslighting you. Yeah, so and, what, the your, entire state. Or your 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 their vape lighting. Their battery and, lighting. They're yeah, vaporizing yeah. you. Yeah, they're battery yeah. indicatoring you. It's fucked up. <laughs> battery it's fucked indicator up. lighting. No, and now is. you got to be twenty one to get whippets. So you can't get flavored vapes. You got to be twenty one to get whippets. I mean, it is it is hard out here for like. Uh, uh, high school dropouts trying to impress like sophomore girls so that they can, you know, get their rocks off. Like what are, what are, what are these men supposed to be able to offer these young ladies? Yeah. I mean, what's going to be your accessory to the next Tyler, the creator concert? It's not the vape. It's a serious question. What the fuck are you going to do? I like the state wants to fuck up your brain in the worst ways possible. Totally. Right. They they, they want to deprive you of of early uh, childcare development. They're going to give you shit food in school till you're 18 Prison food, yeah. Yeah. And they're never, ever going to let you fuck up your brain in your own way. In the with, cool way. In the cool way yeah. with, with whippets and nicotine. Totally. Yeah. Right. Like, what the fuck? Oh, no. And so, so San Francisco was, I think we might have talked about this like a couple months back, but San Francisco is one of the first parts of the country to ban um, certain types of vape devices and substances. And so that's where like some of the earliest data on what this does comes from is from mm-hmm. San Francisco. And underage smoking jumped like 200% a year after their vape ban went into effect, which means that you had twice as many high schoolers smoking cigarettes as you did prior to the ban, which is obviously the effect that that would have right. because kids are going to do stuff that makes them look cool. And so if you're not going to let them vape, they're going to smoke cigarettes because kids need to be cool. Like it's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a deep desire that teenagers have to rebel, to do things that they're not supposed to do. Um, and so now the FDA, now I got to pull up this article. I, I, I have it right here. Do you want me to do it or, or do you please? Want to... It's okay. really hard for me to reach my yeah. computer and read in this right. setup. So this is from the New York times, uh, October 12th, right? The Food and Drug Administration, for the first time on Tuesday, authorized an electronic cigarette to be sold in the United States, a significant turn in one of the most contentious public health debates in decades. The green lighting a device uh, and tobacco-flavored cartridges by marketed by R.J. Reynolds under of the... Of course. Br- yeah. That was always going to be the only way that this could go down, was if... Toba- big tobacco got their treats got oh, their yeah. little got their little uh you know foot in the door the the fucking emergency bill that Cuomo passed at the start of covid that banned certain flavored vape juices and vape devices there was there were mil- tens of millions of dollars in lobbying from the tobacco companies to get that bill passed like tens of millions of dollars this was always what needed this this needed to be the end result of this was that tobacco owned this industry. Mm-hmm. Governor Hochul, please uh, <laughs> d- uh, show that you are your own woman and right. reverse this for no other reason than to stop the tyranny of me having to hear that exact phrase come out of Brittany's mouth every morning. Yeah. She tells me this <laughs> every morning, or at least pay the copays on our couples counseling. Fucking please. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, it's it's really bad what's happening to your people, Brittany. That's fucked up. Yeah. And but I don't understand the, like, difference between flavors. Like, what, what wait, ban on certain flavors? Like, watermelon's fucked up, but blueberry's cool? I don't understand. No, it was any non-tobacco um, or menthol flavor oh. was banned. And, you know, the argument was that uh, th- those were why kids were vaping was because they tasted like treats. Yeah. Um, Not because it makes you look awesome. No, mm. yeah. So, na- they they... Also nicotine. They just started vaping the unflavored jewels. Like they're still using jewels at the same rates. They're just doing ones that don't taste good. I discovered that the jewel guys, the jewel bros, as I call them, because there's like two of them. So they like pop, they popped off with like a, uh, got big with a, uh, like a Ted talk. And I'm like, that makes sense. Yeah. Like that's because they came from one of these, uh, MIT, I think, of course, one of these places and like, and that's how they like as one of their like projects like senior project or something was like the the making of jewel. Yeah, so the reason that jewel revolutionized the Tibet, the vaping industry is because their innovation was not just the pod system itself but the actual nicotine delivery system which mm-hmm. is called nicotine salts and I'd be interested to see if this FDA approved product is a is a salt. So nicotine salts are different from the previous versions of nicotine delivery which is the uh basically when you smoke a cigarette you get a spike of nicotine in your system that then depletes very quickly over the course of like 45 minutes um and so you actually get high right that's the nicotine high previous versions of nicotine delivery and vape systems were more of a um like a a gentle slope so you never got that spike. You never really got that like satisfying like high. Nicotine salts mimicked the delivery that a cigarette gives you. And that's what makes them first a lot more satisfying for people who are trying to quit. The it, the experience of it is much more similar to a cigarette. It also makes them much more addictive. Mm. Um and so that's why I think young people got so hooked on Juul in a way that they hadn't gotten even though vaping had been around for like 10 years before Juul came out. Um, I think that's why young people gravitated toward it because they got addicted really easily. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, we have no evidence to suggest that it's it's uniquely harmful. We know that it's certainly much less harmful than cigarettes. So, like, if kids are getting addicted to nicotine through a device that's, like, not really dangerous, and the the trade-off for that is, like, millions of people not smoking cigarettes, that's just obvious to me. Like, that's an obvious win. Mm-hmm. But like with anything, it's about who runs it, who gets to run it. Of course. Who who's, gets to do it. Who qui bono. And I've always said that Big big Tobacco takes care of our kids. Fuck Big Tobacco should just open child care centers. Yeah, right. Fuck it. I we love at it. least fund it. We, we could just pump fund nicotine it. right into the air systems. <laughs> right. Get these kids hooked early and often. You got a customer. Fred, how about you chill out, buddy? Fred is like he's, he's very excited pod. that we are podcasting. Um <laughs> So, all right, so here, here's a cool thing, though, right, is that this is from the FDA's website. Lung injuries associated with use of vaping products. Uh, both the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the U.S. Centers for De- Disease Control and Prevention are working tirelessly to investigate the distressing incidence of severe respiratory illness associated with the use of vaping products. Uh, and then, like, there's, like... A review of like a couple of like instances of like you know like, like when when uh you were getting like these knockoff products and there was like vitamin E in it and it caused like 
the a couple popcorn people have died. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I still say those were from bootleg weed cartridges. Yeah, that, that's whatever. that's what largely I, I think it was. Um, and like that's kind of it. I, I mean, there like are the, things that we've learned that like certain um, sour tasting vape products had something in them that was not very good for you. A lot of the like cream flavor, the the stuff that they use to make things taste creamy were not very good for you. But like we, this is, this is a product that's been around long enough that people have been using long enough that like now we know a lot about what is safe to vape and what isn't. Um, and if we're really concerned about a harm reduction strategy, then it seems like, vaping would be the way to go instead of letting like kids smoke cigarettes it's a no-brainer yeah it's a no fucking brainer so and providing like you know in high school it's always a thing that happens right where like the, the state doesn't give them the type of education that's actually useful to them and so like that isn't just riddled with a bunch of propaganda and so right. it's like that's another place where money could actually be funneled right because these kids are gonna fucking vape like they're gonna do it but like they what you can at least do is give them real like truthful education on what the implications of using it is yeah yeah Ver, you know it's just like sex ed. it's not different so than much sex fucking ed, mon- money on mango jewel pot right exactly like, <laughs> yeah yeah instead of sending a bunch of nerds into classrooms and being like hey you know what's not cool vaping mm-hmm. totally not cool bro and, and then you show them like some degrassi ass fucking video yeah. about like you know a kid saying no to vaping right <sighs> yeah right Thanks okay, a lot, Dare. I'll, Dare I'll, is the reason I did drugs, I'm convinced. Everyone needs to come up with a rap <laughs> about why vaping is wrong. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's yeah. I, think I it's love a, that the kids are so jokerfied now. Oh, they, God, it, yeah. it's, it's amazing. They're so jokerfied now that they're, like, at school smoking smoking these vapes or they're smoking weed or whatever. And they're wearing the Dare t-shirt that they bought from from Urban Outfitters. So I'm yeah. like, this, is, this has come full fucking circle, dude, and I Absolutely. love it. Absolutely, I'm living yeah. for it. Yeah, no, I, I, every, every day that I go to the university campus, I, I just like, I find a spent vape of something like on the ground. Oh, for sure. Any, everywhere. Which also like, if we want to regulate the vaping industry at all, it's these one time use like vape rigs that are like enormous, it's, it's like this enormous hunk of plastic with a, a, a battery in it. That you just throw away. You just throw away. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, that can't, no, come on. Like we, it's we also so have much something. more expensive. Like my yeah. vape system is so cheap, especially compared to when I was smoking. Obviously, because I was spending like eleven dollars a pack, a pack a day. That's an outrageous sum of money. When I look totally. back on it, it's like David and I have so much more uh, room in our budget for activities. Activities. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that this is a net good, generally speaking. If the FDA comes out and says that there is a product that you can vape that is safe, then hopefully that will lead to maybe relaxed restrictions in some of these places. Like, I currently have to get all of my supplies sent to my mom, who then mails me, which means that guess where I'm paying sales tax to? Florida, baby. Well, and now Georgia, because they moved to Georgia. But yeah, like my last- Is this wire fraud? Are are you admitting to wire fraud on the- (laughs) Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah. Take me to jail. Allegedly. This is all actually just a parody of something Well, I I mean, honestly, wire fraud, right? Like a Floridian going to Floridian. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's a DNA thing. It's in my blood. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So what's what's next? Are we doing the- Yeah, the wildflower. Yeah, let's do our wildflower. Yeah, we're ready for a wildflower. Uh, so it's, uh, th- first, uh, um, thanks to, believe it or not, 
we have an international audience. We do. We, we do. do. And uh, and so so thanks go to um, it goes by Tante. Yeah, I think I think, I think it's appropriate. To yeah, use. yeah. So you know, th- thanks go to to Tante, our our uh, German listener, uh, for sending us uh, a, a beautiful beautiful wildflower about Mark Zuckerberg losing a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. So what happened to poor Marky Mark? What 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 <laughs> what went what went so wrong for him? Yeah. Oh, um, his personal wealth has fallen by more than $6 billion in a few hours. Oh, that's so cool. Tragic. Oh, yeah. my God. Which, you know, like... I'm putting I, that in this bank bank, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, uh, of course, you know, like, we always have a hard time staying positive on our wildflowers. But, you know, so, like, one, it just shows, like, how speculative all of their, all of these rich people's wealth is. And that, like, it's incredible that they can gain and lose in a mere hours. Like, what, like... More money than I will ever make in my life. Yeah. Like, several times over. Yeah, and that, like, th- this money could be used to, for example, provide universal childcare, Right. Um... But, yeah, I forgot to mention corporate tax levies, baby. Another <sighs> another thing to push for in yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in your le- you know legislatively. Yeah, Do so, it. So he got knocked Fuck down. Yeah, he got knocked down a, a a notch on the list of world's richest people, and this uh, came after. So why why did he lose six billion theoretical dollars? Is uh, because one he um, uh, uh, his company just like does a bunch of terrible things, and he and they had a whistleblower actually talk about more of the atrocious things that they do. Which released to these documents, it was the equivalent of when the tobacco industry we we discovered that they knew how bad it was. Yeah. like it was it was like this the the way that Instagram is like making a whole population of women with eating disorders and it was like these internal documents it was like facebook knew that their platform was doing these horrible things right they were doing exxon mobile it was cute yeah yeah yeah. awesome yeah which uh you know and and like i there was a bit of like understandable like pinkachu face about like how um like you mean facebook is choosing to do things that Benefit their bottom line over the social good. My Are you God. serious? Be like, yes, of course. But, but th- now you have, but having proof yeah. that they know that they're doing it is important. And sometimes on the left, we do this thing that I find really annoying, which is like, oh, are you surprised by that? As if like anybody who is like talking about it or expressing like outrage is some kind of like rube, some kind yeah. of like naive, you know, idiot. Um, and like, just keep in mind if you're an asshole who does that, and I'm sure you're not because you listen to the show and you're that makes you a good person. But like, don't fucking just because we live in an awful world full of horrible things going on all the time doesn't mean that we should just like stop being shocked by them. Right. That's an incredibly dangerous precedent to set. Yeah, not everybody has the time to read the amount of articles that you do shithead. So fucking relax. <laughs> like, and that is what makes the left so fucking pretentious. No, I would agree. We with can't you, all Bernie. spend four hours a day on Twitter. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, your job. You can work from home. Not the rest of us, shithead. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that sent a uh, that uh, triggered a, a sell off. Um, of their stock, which plummeted 4.9%, which I think is where a lot of... Because Mark Zuckerberg still controls the vast majority of the stock of oh, his company, he? which is how he... He's like, notice like most of like companies of this size have already switched CEOs, especially like the kid wonder ones, where it was like, just like whatever, like Harvard grad decided to like figure out a way to like spend his parents' money to 
look at naked chicks faster, like turn yeah. into a billion dollar yeah, media he's company. Been CEO of Facebook for yeah. like what, almost twenty years. Well, yeah. that was going to be my idea, right? Because I'm thinking like, okay, well, he's got to make his money up, so bring Cheryl Sandberg's tired fucking ass back. Yeah, and um, when she, because hopefully she's done lying down, and um, bring her <laughs> ass back. We'll get sex positive with it at right. Facebook, and we'll purchase Pornhub. Yeah, mm. there you go. Like, you know, we oh, got to make that. the money back yeah. up. Real vertical integration. And OnlyFans. Yeah, <laughs> right. Buy. Only yeah, Cheryl Sandberg's promise, Cheryl. promise that it will always allow uh, uh, sex worker content. Yeah, that's a real pivot to video is buying Pornhub. Yeah, mm-hmm. Facebook buying Pornhub. Yeah, and and, and then the 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 other um, uh, big part of it was that like Facebook just went down for like a day. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, not just Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. WhatsApp, like, WhatsApp, which, which is, is a huge deal. It's a WhatsApp going down is, I think, a much bigger deal yeah. than Facebook or Instagram because in other parts of the world, WhatsApp is like is like Google in terms of being necessary for people to rely on businesses everyday life do like all of their transactions through WhatsApp like yeah their communication in I parts mean, of wow. yeah in parts of the world where like cell service is not reliable or it's very expensive and WhatsApp can be run on Wi-Fi like that's you know the SMS is not used in like huge swaths of the world they rely entirely on WhatsApp basically any part of the world that jumped the uh, desktop computer and went from like no internet to to phones to phone yeah. internet. It's WhatsApp is like the medium in which you have like everyday conversations. Yeah, and so and like, business transactions yeah. and like educational. Yeah, like, and, and, and yeah, yeah, it, yeah and like like not just business transactions. Like, how much do you want for you know? Uh, uh, this, do you want one cantaloupe want or two? Canta- can- right. Yeah. yeah. No. No. It's like it, like you pay stuff through. Yeah. Like you pay your rent through WhatsApp. Yeah. And uh, and, and yeah, it's uh, um, to have that go down is like I. You probably see that show up in like other uh, market metrics in like South America, India, uh, parts of Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a that was a huge fucking deal. Yeah. So um, the fact that now um, and and, and that's kind of like a wake up call. For a lot of people who don't realize, like, how much of the internet is captured by a handful of institutions, like, like from soup to nuts, just, like, from server all the way through to, like, the the wires in the ground, yeah. like, how much is owned by just, like, a handful of companies. And so, like, when one company, like, has, you know, had, you know like, checked a, the wrong box, and, <laughs> and now, like, their whole server falls apart, like, that's... um. Uh, and, and like you just like you're stuck and like no one can talk to each other like that's that's a problem yeah it's very yeah. it's very is it well and like we remember when signal went down and there was like um at, when signal went down like there the vast majority of people that i talk to on a regular basis like i just couldn't get in touch with because yeah. i don't know i don't have other contact information for them um so yeah know, i had yeah, to grapple with talking to sean face to face for the first time disgusting i was like oh. Ugh. yeah oh. Oh. horrible we love you sean <laughs> all right well yeah. i think that's a good wildflower yeah uh fuck mark zuckerberg i'm glad he lost millions of dollars keep it, keep it sure coming baby keep him Bill- coming billions of dollars billions of dollars man this wildflower just keeps getting better no he is worth 121 billion dollars what the fuck yikes he is the fifth most richest guy behind bill gate yeah cool wow well keep him coming yeah absolutely Let's keep ch- keep chipping away yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, by the way, Elon Musk is now the richest person in the world. He, I thought he, he already uh, was. Uh, oh, Jeff Bezos was. Down, oh, okay. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. he went back up, probably because of Bitcoin or something. So wait, my how, Bitcoin is doing very well, by the way. Did uh, did 
did uh, Grimes, is she going to get some of that? Some of that? They were never married. Oh, they never got married? Yeah, yeah. she fucked up. Oh, no, she's too cool for that. That makes sense. Yeah. Way too cool for marriage. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, am I ever too cool for half of, let's check that, $210 billion? Wow. You fucked up. It probably would saying. be more than half yes. because she has yeah. this kid. Yeah. So. Eh. Yeah. Th- think of all the weird synth pop you could make. I don't know what genre, subgenre she represents. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, uh, Ashley, do you have anything you want to uh, uh, tell the audience? Uh, plug or anything? A plug. Yes, I think. No, I would just say the only thing I think we sort of talked about it earlier. No, the only thing I would say is like really, really like have 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 a quick look at childcare. Give a shit. It is a very, very important issue for all of us, but but the very serious work to be done on the left. So plug in where you can and make sure that when you go to your events um, and, and, you know, especially our folks who like work in, you know, work in DSA and stuff, don't always depend on women to do that, to do that labor for you. Like, you're, you know, we're all building solidarity together. So I think it's all of our responsibility to take care of kids. Yep. Our yeah. If your leftist events are defaulting to uh, women to care for the children of the members of your yep. organization, that's a problem. Yep. You need or to Or you haven't offered that. it at all. Hey, that's, I don't know which is worse. They're mm-hmm. both bad. Don't let either happen. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Weeds. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you to our guest, Ashley, for coming on the show. Thanks Finally. for having me. I yeah. loved it. We're Thanks, gonna have you back. We're gonna do a, 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 a women weeds episode at some point where it's just girls we just, women just yeah we just just ladies be uh podcasting eventually we will do that so yeah, fucking finally do all this work yeah <laughs> finally you. Get the day off. yeah you poor men having to do i'm the one who does all the fucking work on this podcast wow uh and um i don't know how to do our sign off without chris yeah ashley do you want to stand in for chris or Absolutely. how do you feel about oh, that boy. no let's do all it right. let's do it okay okay, okay. Right. so um uh We've been killing it on the Twitter account. David's been doing a good job. Thank you. And uh, David, where can they find us on Twitter? Iron Weeds Pod. And uh, are we still posting on Instagram? Eh. Eh. You can follow us anyway, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. do we'll, it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get stuff on there. Ashley, where can they find us? Iron Weeds Pod. And you can send us an email, if you'd like to, at ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Hey, that was good. Yeah, that was I knew nice. I would miss Chris's dulcet tones, but you yeah. know what, Ashley? It was a bang-up job. Awesome. We love you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.